you know, Jesus prayed that we would be sanctified by the truth. And the Word of God is just that. Welcome to our latest installment of Bible Study on Reflecting Christ podcast. And may the Word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Let's jump into the book of Titus, or the epistle to Titus that Paul writes, just like he wrote to Timothy, uh, some words of encouragement and some uh, pastoral advice and things like that. He wrote uh, also to a a young man named Titus, who was a pastor as well. He says, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, for the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness in the hope of eternal life that God who cannot lie promised before time began in this or in his own time he has revealed his word in the preaching with which I was entrusted by the command of God our Savior he says to Titus my true son in our common faith grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior the reason I left you in Crete of course Crete was a island in the Mediterranean he says the reason I left you in Crete was to set right what was left undone and as I directed you to appoint elders in every town an elder must be blameless and the husband of one wife with faithful children who are not accused of wilderness or wildness or, or rebellion. As an overseer of God's household, he must be blameless, not arrogant, not hot-tempered, not an excessive drinker, not a bully, not greedy for money, but hospitable, loving what is good, sensible, righteous, holy, self-controlled, holding to the faithful message as taught, so that he will be able both to encourage with sound teaching and to refute those who contradict it. You notice Paul lays out some credentials that, that these men need to have. And the logical reason is, uh, I mean, not only are we supposed to be conformed to the image and the likeness of Christ Jesus, um, but in order to be effective in ministry, uh, you have to meet these certain criteria I mean or you give people or you give the enemy leverage within the minds of people who otherwise would be uh, you know basically bound to deal with the truth that you preach he goes on to say for there are many rebellious people full of empty talk and deception especially those from the circumcision party It is necessary to silence them. They are ruining entire households by teaching what they shouldn't in order to get money. In order to get money dishonestly. He says, one of their very own prophets said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, and lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. For this reason, rebuke them sharply so that they may be sound in the faith and may not pay attention to Jewish myths and the commands of people who reject the truth. A lot like the epistles to Timothy. 
Paul is warning him of these Jewish myths and these things, false teachings and things like that. He says, to the pure, everything is pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. In fact, both their mind and conscience are defiled. They claim to know God, but they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for any good work. He says they deny him by their works. They claim to know God, but they deny him by their actions. Uh, some things to think about for sure. He says, but you, in the second chapter, he says, but you are to proclaim things consistent with sound teaching. Older men are to be self-controlled, worthy of respect, sensible and sound in faith, love and endurance. In the same way, older women are to be reverent in behavior, not slanders, not slaves, to excessive drinking. They are to teach what is good so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands and to love their children. To be self-controlled, pure workers, pure workers at home, kind and in submission to their husbands so that God's word will not be slandered. In other words, so that you don't give the enemy a foothold or a know a big stick to beat you with basically uh, toe the line strive to live a pure and holy life so that when what you say so that when you speak so that when the word of God is lifted up they can they have uh, a sound picture or witness that backs that up basically it says in the same way or verse 6 chapter 2 he says in the same way Encourage the young men to be self-controlled in everything. Make yourself an example of good works with integrity and dignity in your teaching. Your message is to be sound beyond reproach so that any opponent will be ashamed because he doesn't have anything bad to say about us. Slaves are to submit to their masters in everything and to be well-pleasing, not talking back or stealing, but demonstrating utter faithfulness so that they may adorn the teaching of God our Savior and everything. You notice that he, he ties them. He, he gives the standards and then he gives a reason why we ought to adhere to these standards. And always the reason is tied back to, what does he say? So that they may adorn the teaching of God our Savior and everything. So that it may be glorifying to God it says for the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation for all people instructing us to deny godlessness and worldly lusts and to live in a sensible righteous and godly way in the present age while we wait for the blessed hope the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ he gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to cleanse us for himself, a people for his own possession, eager to do good works. Proclaim these things, encourage and rebuke with all authority, let no one disregard you. He says, remind them to submit to rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to slander no one, to avoid fighting, and to be kind, always showing gentleness to all people. For we too, were once foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved by various passions and pleasures. Paul reminds him now. Paul reminds Titus. He says, look, we were once the same way. Paul considers himself part of them also. He says, we 
were once foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved by various passions and pleasures, living in malice, in envy, hateful, and detesting one another. But when the kindness of God our Savior and His love for mankind appeared, He saved us, not by works of righteousness that we had done, but according to His mercy, through the washing of the regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit, He poured out His Spirit on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been justified by His grace, we may become heirs with the hope of eternal life. This saying is trustworthy. I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed God might be careful to devote themselves to good works. These are good and profitable for everyone, but avoid foolish debates, genealogies, quarrels, and disputes about the law because they are unprofitable and worthless. Reject a divisive person after a first and second warning. For you know that such a person has gone astray and is sinning. He is self-condemned. When I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, make every effort, or he says, when I send them to you, make every effort to come to me in Nicopolis, because I have decided to spend the winter there. Diligently help Zenus the lawyer and Apollos on their journey so that they will lack nothing. Let our people learn to devote themselves. Let our people learn to devote themselves to good works for pressing needs so that they will not be unfruitful. All those who are with me send you greetings. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with all of you. And that's the entire epistle. First, second, and third chapter of Titus. Uh, just some good sound instructions from Paul to a, to a pastor. But no doubt... Uh, very beneficial for those who desire to live a godly life. You know, go back every every little while and read through things like uh, Titus and Timothy, and and uh, of course all of God's word. But these things, you you can kind of go down the list in these epistles, and you can and you can say, okay, am I am I striving in this area? Am I paying attention to this? Am I how does this look in my life right now? Uh, am I worried about the wrong thing? This and that. It's very good to uh, kind of read through there and just let it wash over your mind and uh, just kind of reconfigure your thinking. That's been Titus on Reflecting Christ Podcast. I pray this blesses you in Jesus' name. folks another installment of god's holy word again if you want to catch us on facebook you can find us at reflecting christ podcast thank you for joining us and until next time be strong in the lord and in the power of his might